the hero's journey is always in some ways the same there there are certain things that you have to go through in order to achieve something there there usually has to be some sort of sacrifice there usually has to be a call to to the journey and there usually is, is is a transformation of who you are and obstacles and things that that burn away and purge you into the person that you become you're generally not a hero just for surviving by yourself but but because you survive for a greater a greater purpose welcome to dear chadwick podcast this is a podcast celebrating the life and career of our beloved chadwick bozeman i am your host rain coleman and this is episode two old brother uh, make sure when you're listening to this episode and you're live tweeting and commenting and interacting, please use that hashtag Dear Chadwick Pod. So we are on to episode two. So for this episode, we will be discussing uh, ER. So this will cover the TV drama series ER season 15, episode six. Now this is the next installment in the Chadwick filmography that would have come up right after the, I believe, um, the last episode was CSI New York. Now, with this, where in CSI, the role Chadwick uh, portrayed with Rondo was not a lot, to say the least. With this episode, he got a much larger role. Now, it didn't of course dwarf anyone else's but in a show about an emergency room where there are several storylines floating around at one time this was a really good story also if you're looking at the range of chadwick from being the street hustler rondo to being a spoiler alert for an old show <laughs> someone who is a emergency room patient so uh, courtney b vance guest star uh, in an episode when everybody seems to know best. Uh, both Morris and Neela have authority issues with Dr. Banfield Gates and Sam. Now, if those words meant nothing to you, it's probably because we don't know these people. For those of you old school ER fans out there, you know, hey, what's up? So, because this series centers on Chadwick, I will give some kind of general overview for the show, but we're going to focus on his storyline. One thing I liked about ER, and I like about, even like, which is so odd to think of it, shows like Seinfeld is that at the end of the day, everything impacts the other. Everything, every little minor thing that you do here somehow is affecting someone else on the other end. So we have Angela Bassett's character who is dealing with Courtney B. Vance, her husband, and I believe her parents coming to visit, or maybe his parents. Oh, I can't even remember. It's been so long. But them coming to visit and uh, come down from, I don't know, somewhere. It's like a four-hour drive. And so that's her main issue. Then you have um, this uh, white guy, Redhead, who is a doctor who has three med students like under his wing, but he's favoring one. And for someone who doesn't watch this show, it's like, I, I get that there's something there because there's tension. He's favoring this one guy, this black guy. And then there is 
two other students, POCs. I think the guy was black and the girl was Latinx or vice versa. But they are visibly and audibly upset with the guy who's getting the favor. And it, it comes out here and there. There is um, also a young lady who is a surgeon. And she has kind of a, a med student under her wings as well. And she's not letting him get hands-on with a lot of the issues in the ER. And Angela Bassett's character is visibly upset at that. And you know, eventually she speaks on it. And so all in all, I do think that this was a solid episode. Chadwick aside, if you've never watched ER from me watching it as a kid, and me being just dropped into this one episode because of this Chadwick series, I feel like this was a adequate representation of what you would get in the show. Sure, there are some things that carried over from other episodes that you wouldn't know, inside jokes, things that deal with continuity, but overall, you you get what you get, and you understand that this is just a regular everyday, especially if you're someone who's been to the emergency room in real life. So, with that out of the way, we get, let me see, the storylines that impact Chadwick's the most is the uh, the white doctor with the ginger, the redhead guy, who is played by ta, 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 Scott Grimes. And his character, his, uh, doc, his character is Dr. Archie Morris. And the guy who's being favored is Chaz Pratt. And he's being played by Sam Jones III. Their storylines with a little bit of Angela Bassett, who plays um, Kate Banfield, interacts with Chadwick's the most. So the setup is that uh, Scott Grimes, Archie, Dr. Archie Morris, is showing his favoritism to Chaz Pratt. He's doing so in a way where if you're watching, you're like, okay, clearly he has his favorite. And it comes back to bite him in the ass because Chaz, who's put on the front line to take care of a lot of well, not a lot of, because it's on a short episode, maybe one or two different... So, he does one thing really well when we're introduced to him, and then the next two or three things that Dr. Morris has Chaz, the med student, do hands-on goes wrong. Uh, one of which is Chadwick Boseman, into Chadwick Boseman's character. So, he's playing Derek Taylor. He's a young man who uh, appears to be beat up, he comes in there, there, look, and I don't remember all the techno mumbo jumbo for all of you doctors and you ER enthusiasts and all you med students. I'm sure you know, but he is rushed in. Dr. Archie Morris is, oh, attending? I don't know if that's right, but he's, he's called in as well. He brings in the med students and he uh, gives Chaz some time to get his hands dirty. So... Angela Bass's character is like, well, you know, this he shouldn't be doing this. He's a med student. You are the surgeon, doctor, whatever. Get Do what you need to do. So because of the type of wounds that uh, Chadwick's character, Derek, has, there could be a possibility that he could be bleeding internally. There's a whole lot of things that they say. So long story short, there's this long tube or needle. I don't know. <laughs> Y'all, I promise you I'll watch this episode, but they have to stick it into his side to like relieve, relieve some pressure or something. Um, they're operating, they're working on him. His dad pops up. His dad, played by the legendary Carl Weathers. Uh, he plays the character Lu Louis Taylor. Now, the Louis Taylor, Derek Taylor storyline 
feels kind of like an daredevil retelling or maybe like a what if uh because we know that with daredevil his dad was uh, a boxer and he got paid to take a dive and then he didn't take it as far as the netflix retelling and uh young daredevil was like yeah my dad's the shit whatever so it's kind of in reverse because they they clearly established that chadwick Derek taylor is a horrible boxer <laughs> that he is like uh, I don't, how do you put it? You put, um, is it 20, 20 for one or some, some kind of way he's been beat a thousand times more than he's ever won. If he's won at all, it was like one or two times. And so Chadwick is, excuse me, Derek is engaging in these fights because my impression is that there is financial troubles that him and his father are dealing with. And his dad's like, man, you don't need to do this. He's like, man, I look, I get paid $800 a fight. And this is back in 90, no, 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 this is back in 2008. Um, and he's like, yeah, man, I get paid, you know, 800 a fight and this and that. We need this money. And it's a very intense scene. And this is why I say I, I'm, I'm happy to be doing this series. Because, of course, we've seen Black Panther. We've seen some of the more re recent works. But to see you go from a Rondo, street hustler, getting shut down by the police, to now being this patient, and he was very convincing, and it's not just because I'm a Chadwick stand, please, <laughs> but if you do disagree, and you feel like, oh, this was horrible, he didn't do well, or even if you agree, and you like his performance, use that hashtag, chat, Dear Chadwick Pot, and let me know, so to see this change from, I don't know, it's just, it, it just blows my mind, I guess because I know what he becomes, in the public eye and I've seen some of his progression but seeing him with the makeup laid there getting his lines off but ER has always been a good quality show and, and with my memory I've always enjoyed it even if it was a storyline I didn't like it's like no denying that this is a well thought out show that people are these are good actors and actresses and Man, so it's really intense between uh, Louis, the father, and Derek, the son. Even on, I don't want to say deathbed, even on his sickbed, we'll say that. This man, Chad, Chadwick Boseman does not appear at one point in this show upright. He is laying in a bed the entire time. Wires and tubes and all this other stuff hooked up to him, sticking out of him. And so... Dr. Morris, the white guy, is putting this, res I don't know if it's called resident or if it's first year, this med student, Chaz, into all these situations that feel fine. They feel like, okay, he's a doctor, he's helping out. But you can tell as an audience member that Dr. Morris, there's something else going on there. <clears throat> Excuse me, because there's one thing to have a favorite, and then there's another thing to just ignore everyone altogether. And that's what this was. And it never came off to me like some predatory or some sexual or some um, malicious thing. But it came off as kind of absent-minded. It made me, as a viewer who's not familiar with the cast and their stories, be like, is this man even competent enough as a doctor? Uh, speaking about Dr. Morris, is he competent enough to fulfill his duties as a doctor? Because this emphasis that you're putting on Chaz seems dangerous. Um, there's another storyline that I failed to mention, which is uh, John Stamos, who plays Dr. Tony Gates. He helps out this um, veteran homeless guy. 
And he deals with his girlfriend needed to move out of her place and he wanted her to move into his and it's pretty soon in their relationship. That stuff doesn't matter. But he's one of the one of the characters that gives us that glimpse that Dr. Morris may not be okay. Because they come in and they're dealing with Chadwick's body and they're told something by Angela Bass's character. And Morris insists that Chaz helps him with whatever this procedure is. And you get the sense from everybody else, especially those who are perceived as seasoned, that this young man, this young boy, should not be participating hands-on anyways in this procedure. And uh, I just like the subtle, not even subtle, the just, the different instances that work with each other. I would be really interested to get my hands on a script from any episode of ER, specifically this one, but any episode of ER, because I'm thinking for this to be a drama, it's about an hour, say 40, 45 minutes to an hour, I would like to see the script, to see the story beats, to see how it's laid out on paper, because it felt like a whole lot, kind of like sensory overload, it was a lot of stuff going on, but it was a good pace, and they did, they told a very good story. So we get the first instance where we see that Dr. Morris is kind of doing some stuff he ain't supposed to be doing. Then we get another instance where, um, so it's Angela, then it's uh, John Stamos' character, Tony. And then we get a scene between Dr. Morris and with Carl Weathers, Louis Taylor, the father. And he's like, man, you have to tell my son, Derek, a.k.a. Chadwick, he cannot fight anymore. And so, Matt, oh, excuse me, Morris is like, well, I can't tell him that. Like, you're crushing his dream, you know, in so many words. You know, I'm not going to allow you to let me, as a physician, lie to yourself. Which, it would have been a lie because his assessment was that even after all of the bruises and all of the, the fighting and the ER visit, that Derek would still be able to fight. But then it's like, for how long? Because... We, as the audience, are like, okay, he's in here, he got beat up, it's bad. But when his father comes in and he tells the story to Dr. Morris, he was like, man, I am an old man. He's an older guy, he's on a cane, I think he has kind of a, a, a limp. And he's like, man, I am a pretty much award-winning fighter. Like, I've been, I've been whooping ass and I've been doing very well. I am not in my prime. I could whoop my son's ass easily even with my different situations i have going on he gets in that ring day in and day out and he's getting beat he said and it was something to the effect of there comes a point where you get marked as a certain type of fighter where now you are the one that the big hot shot a plus dude just uses to warm up because you you keep falling you never win and that was such a, for me i'm really not interested in boxing it's not, I would watch boxing, of course, I watch MMA at times, but I, I say that to say that for someone who has no real, genuine interest in boxing past what I might see on the TV when I'm scrolling, that speech and that description of the issue that Louie had with Derek getting beat was such, was done so well and delivered so well that... I didn't need a whole lot of backstory. I didn't need like, yeah, you know, back in 1843 when boxing was first created, we did such a, like, I, it gave me exactly what I needed 
nothing more, nothing less. I do like the emotional roller coaster that this show, this episode took you on because you, I believe, deliberately get introduced to Dr. Moore's first. You see his hype around Chaz. You see his mistreatment of the other two students. You get a lot so that when we do come around to Chadwick's character and we get to this very, because I think his Chadwick's story was probably the most critical. Well, no, because there's two. There's Chadwick's story and then there's the one of the veteran. But with his, it's more, it leans more emotional where Chadwick's story is more emotional but gruesome because of the physical effects of uh what he's in the er for so with chadwick's story you feel for him and you're like okay he you know just give him one more shot he's gonna do it he's gonna whoop some ass chad was you know Derek's gonna do it and then you get the father who's fighting against him like literally chadwick is in the hospital bed wires and tubes coming out of his body he got a black eye and his dad is kind of limping around the uh operating room while every, all the other doctors are in there and the arguing that they're having because you i watch tv I, I consume movies and whatnot i'm already conditioned or um yeah conditioned to root for Chadwick root for Derek the the kid the underdog and in the back of my head I'm like oh his dad is wrong you know his if he if just give him one more shot and he can um he can get that $800 and y'all can get out of whatever poverty stricken because of the argument that they're giving Chadwick looks like we need this money there's no other way to get this money and his father's like we I don't need the money at the expense of your body and that oh my god there's there's something to be unpacked there with just the two of them, this father-son relationship. I don't believe they mentioned his mother or it was maybe in passing, like, oh, she passed away or something because I can't recall right off the top of my head the mother, um, the mother's um, whereabouts. But to see these two black men in, because this is a conversation that you could have easily put, let's say, in the boxing ring. You could open up a show had the Derek character fighting, he loses the fight, and him and dad are talking in the locker room. Or you could have had them in the living room, you know, or outside, you know, having a smoke or during family dinner. Like, there's so many spaces that this very conversation still could have occupied where the ER, of course, was heightened and it had the drama. But that conversation, that argument between them was so... Oh, man. And it wasn't even long. It wasn't like it was a 40-minute argument. It was... Here and there, here's a scene, there's a scene, there's a little arguing, some tension. But that was, that was intense. It was intense because, again, we're getting a snapshot into these characters because I know even though ER is a drama um, with different installments, you know, every season has, what, maybe 20-something episodes, you're not going to get these characters again. And I know that for a fact because this character isn't, unless they recast the uh, Derek Taylor character with another actor, he doesn't show up again. This is the only time that I'm seeing him in uh, Chadwick's filmography. So kind of running it back, the tension between the dad and the son was just, oh my God. It's, I really enjoyed what they gave us. I enjoyed the delivery I enjoy the stress. So after you are, as an audience member, kind of on the side of Derek, you want him to recover. You get the tension. 
And I, it could be just me projecting. There could be some people watching and like, no, I was on Louis' side. Chadwick was always terrible. He shouldn't have did that. That's fine too. But you get this intense, heated argument, and then you move to the quiet moment with Louis, the dad, speaking with Morris, and essentially pleading with him to save his son, which is so weird because Morris is doing the thing that he needs to do. He's a doctor doing his doctor thing, saving the patient, which he does. But saving him in this instance is much more than just doing your doctorly duties, okay? So doing your doctorly duties and you saving this guy, that's one way. But knowing what he's in here for, knowing this tension that we have, hearing this full argument between the two of them so it ain't no oh i only heard his side you get everything you know that he's not going to stop he'll probably be back in the er again tomorrow so you saved him on the medical side but it's also like you have to you, no i'm sorry not have to louis would want you to save him by telling him hey you can't have another fight but now this is where the tension comes in because if dr morris was to say that he would be lying you know, you got a Hippocratic oath. You got to tell the truth. You got to do what's best. You got to do what's right and, and be truthful. So you saved him medically, but then the father is asking for you to save him from future pain by pretty much lying and saying that he cannot perform again. And so after you've seen how Morris, Dr. Morris, is being very, um, showing his favoritism and how kind of off the walls he's been, he responds like, no, I'm not going to do that. Your son is, in short, your son is amazing. He could do great things. Once he's um, taken care of and bandaged up, we could see him back out there. And it's, I never hate Dr. Morris. I never um, dislike him to the point where I'm like, man, fuck him. He need to lose his life. I'm sick of this. It's never that intense. But you go through these emotions where it's like, I see what he's saying. But at, at what point is it morally wrong as a doctor to advise this person not to do this thing? Not, so it, specifically to advise Derek not to fight. Because you've bandaged him up, so you've really done your job. Um, and with the excitement that Dr. Morris has had dealing with Chaz and him being his favorite and him thinking that he's this, you know, genius who's just taking the things so quickly. He's on this high that when you're met with Louis concern for his son, which pretty much feels like he wants you to lie, it kind of it stops. It's a it's a complete difference in behavior and even mannerisms from Dr. Morris at the beginning of the episode versus when he bumps heads with uh with Louis. Louis isn't aggressive. He isn't angry. Well, he's probably angry. He's not. Um, it's not like, man, fuck you. You better tell my son he better not fight no more. It's more like disappointed and upset and afraid. Like you can see it on his face. And so I focused on all of that because we then get to a point where Angela Bassett's character has to pull Dr. Morris off to the side and then the surgeon lady who I mentioned before because a few things are happening. The surgeon is not allowing for her student to get hands-on. And she, she being Angela Bassett's character, gives her a direction, gives the surgeon direction. And she's like, well, you know, with all due respect, I don't answer to you. I answer to so-and-so, Andrew something or whatever. And 
And she was like, oh, I don't give a damn. So, like, if you want to run this complaint up the ladder, do what you have to do. But I'm giving you a direct order. We don't really care about that so much as it pertains to Chadwick. That happens and it's gone. In that same scene, Angela has to also talk to Dr. Morris. Well, she has a run-in with her husband. It's very tense. She's already on edge because she's angry at the two doctors. And then she has to run in with him. Then she speaks to Dr. Morris and she's like, well, you have three students. So don't put all your eggs in one basket with Chaz. You need to be making sure you're um, spreading yourself out equally, evenly. And it's not until Dr. Morris has to... And I don't know what the procedure is called, but when they have to put that tube into uh, Derek's body, into his side, they want to, I think they want to go like really close to the rib or go into the rib, some kind of way to release some pressure so that he could breathe again. We're all in the room. We have Dr. Morris. We have Chaz, the first year student. We have Derek Taylor, played by Chadwick Boseman. And we have his father, Louis Taylor, played by Carl Weathers. And there's some other doctors in the room. There's this um, black nurse. Oh my gosh, she is just phenomenal. She's funny. She's pretty, whatever, but this ain't about her. So they're in the room and whatever this two procedure is, is called Dr. Morris should have been the one to perform this procedure. Well, he goes over to perform it and think of, think of playing pool. Cause this is the closest thing I can get. I can put in your heads. So think of playing pool and you know those shows and movies when they have the guy or the girl or people are flirting and they're like, oh, I can teach you how to shoot pool. And so you they lay on the person's body. It's very much that, but take the sexual tension out of the place. So you have Dr. Morris performing this procedure with this long tube or needle or whatever. And he has Chaz come over and, he, and Chaz does it. Well, they do it. It's a success. They continue working on Derek's body whatever they did did not work so John Stamos's character uh Dr. Tony he comes and he's like well uh what he has a questioning a little suspicious eye like why is Chaz doing this he says well hey Chaz because I think uh Derek went into like some seizure cardiac arrest type deal and he says Chaz when you did this procedure did it did the needle or the tube, did it slip? He was like, oh, I don't know. I don't, maybe it did. Like, he's nervous. He's a kid. No, he's a, a fucking student. He shouldn't have been handling this type of procedure, one, at all, because we know Dr. Morris has been told time and time again in this episode, do not favor this man. You need to do your job. And so he's nervous. They do whatever. They bandage him up. Long story short, Chadwick does, um, I'm sorry, Derek does, get put back together again. And so it's this run-in and this kind of, um, this acknowledgement that you are really fucking up. You could have possibly killed this man because you are riding on this high that this Chaz student is just so phenomenal when honestly he's just a regular student and you're in a great mood. And, we find out later on, because I was like, why is he so, why is Dr. Morris so focused, laser focused on Chaz and the things he's doing? Well, as it turns out, in a different episode, Chaz's brother, I believe, was a doctor at this ER, is it Mercy Hospital? Something. And he's dead. He's he's long gone. And I believe Dr. Morris, like, sees 
Chaz's brother in him, and it's either him being nostalgic and 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 loving his friend and like wanting to pour all of that love he had for his friend into Chaz, or it's he feels bad about the guy. But whatever the case is, he's forced to realize you're doing all of these things based off of the pain you feel from losing someone close to you who is this person's biological family member. So it's easy that you're imprinting on him because you're like, oh, he's going to be just as great of a doctor as his brother was. And I had this relationship with his brother and that was my friend and such and such. And it was a really well done episode. But taking a few steps back, we get to the point where Derek is now in recovery and Dr. Morris is talking to him and he's like, man, he takes the side of Louis. He's like, you, but he, 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 he does everything right. He tells him the truth. You are well, you can fight again. He said, but you shouldn't, you know, <laughs> kind of summed up. You are in a bad way. You are getting your ass beat. And, you know, though you're fine that you can go out and fight now, who's to say that you won't die next time or it'll be more severe. And so I thought that was a beautiful little arc for Dr. Morris, for Derek, for Chaz, and for Louis. Like for the, really it was Dr. Morris's arc, but all of these moving parts was really, really satisfying. And it made me actually miss shows like this. Cause again, you have a beginning, middle and end, even though I don't watch the show. And a lot of this, um, as far as characters and some of the storylines seem to have carried over from other episodes. And I was like, it's easy to, you would think it would be easy to be confused, but I mean, I pretty much gauged what was going on, but it felt like a, a solid comforting, our block of entertainment and it made me want to go back and maybe watch this whole season because i'm like man this is this is cool now that's interesting because if you guys recall when i listened when i um, played the last episode of dear chadwick episode one i don't give a damn about csi that was not a show that at the end of it that at the end of the episode i felt like oh i have to watch this again it just didn't do it for me. It was very, I don't want to say campy. That's not the word. It was, it was just okay. That's it. It was just okay. It, it Especially when you have police procedurals like Law & Order, which, you know, I think I could go out on the limb and say that's probably the gold standard when you're looking at police procedures that and maybe I haven't seen in a while, but maybe New York gonna cover, but I'll stick with law and order. So when you have something like law and order that I feel like is equivalent to ER, like if ER, if law and order is that top tier true crime uh, drama type show, ER is right up there with the medical side of things. That CSI was very much like, it, it didn't feel real. It didn't feel gritty. It didn't feel I don't know. It just didn't draw me in. But this ER episode, and it could also be all these beautiful black faces I'm seeing and all the fast paced movement, the storylines, the familiar faces. Because having, hell, John Stamos, Angela Bassett, Courtney B. Vance. Like, I just, even with Chaz Pratt, uh, I'm sorry, Sam Jones, he looks familiar. And I'm like, where do I know him from? I don't know. I, I'm. I don't know. But uh, Carl, excuse me, Carl Weathers, um, and then even the characters who I don't personally know, who I would imagine are probably 
lesser known. I mean, you guys may know them, but uh, you have Linda Cart, Linda Cart, Linda something. Uh, this guy Dorian, who plays the vet, he was a very, very interesting character. He had a really good arc. Um, Julia Jones, uh, Julian Morris, Victor Rusuk, who played one of the the med students. Like this was this was a pretty good show. And though right now I could probably say, oh, it's because I recognize these faces and it was really good. But if we go back to 2008 and I'm watching this for the first time as it airs, I'll be excited because, of course, I know Angela Bassett. But I don't I don't think outside of her and John Stamos, I probably would recognize Carl Weathers. And I know Courtney B. Vance's face would be familiar, but he's not... Um, yeah, that's it. Those four. Those four. I would still feel the same way. Like, oh, I'd have to watch, you know, next episode, see what happens next. So all that being said, I thought this was a really solid episode. And I really enjoyed seeing Chadwick go from his Rondo character in CSI to now his Derek Taylor character in ER. And again, this man did not stand up or sit up at all in this episode. He was laid flat the whole time, being operated on. Like this, oh man, he just, Chadwick is a phenomenal, phenomenal man, golly. So if you guys are ER fans, you know, let me know. How do you feel about this episode? You know, I'm sure some of the scenes should be on YouTube somewhere. So give them a listen, give them a watch, and let me know what do you think. Like, what is, especially if you are, a listener who's kind of following along at home where you're watching these episodes as I do um, or you're you're consuming this Chadwick media and then coming here to listen to the review. So versus the Rondo character in CSI New York, you know, I'd like to know what are your thoughts on Chadwick's performance as Derek Taylor? Of course, I've gushed and raved on him this entire episode, but you may feel differently and that's perfectly fine. I'm not here to argue, but I am here to listen to you guys. So if you do have a difference of opinion, I welcome that as well. Um, cause all in all, I want to be able to just celebrate this man's life and his career. That's what this, ep- that's what this season series episode, all of this, that's what it's for. So even if you disagree, I'm fine with that. As long as we're talking about it. Uh, next up in line, it looks like maybe it's cold case, but then again, I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Cause now is where we kind of veer off into, other um other works that he's done let me know how do you feel about this episode and even if you haven't watched it how do you feel about the show er uh for those of you who are fans who've watched it growing up who've maybe come across it here and there um it's how do you feel about it and what are your thoughts on this episode in particular and what are some of your thoughts on Chadwick's performances? Because, again, even if you didn't like it, I would like to hear that as well. Um, I'm enjoying this series. I'm enjoying this series a lot. I'm enjoying being able to go back and track this man's career. Uh, and I'm also enjoying, like, the stuff outside of Chadwick, like, with the with the Rondo character. Though I would not pick up and seek out other episodes of CSI, I did enjoy watching it. It was very interesting. Much like with that, I'm, I think I kind of rekindled my love for ER. Because now I'm like, ah, I may need to sit with these characters a bit more. So let me know uh, your thoughts there. And let me see. How do I feel about Chadwick in this episode? 
do I feel like he did justice to Derek Taylor? I, I want to say yes. I want to say yes because I especially think him playing off of Carl Weathers, uh, his father, Louis Taylor, I just think that was such an amazing scene. Um, let's say, let's see if you replace Chadwick with just any random stock actor for this role. I think I still would be interested in watching ER. I still would have the um, the emotional uh, weight or the emotional response to this episode, mainly because of that conversation between him and his dad. That that constant because they never felt like they hated each other. It never felt um, aggressive and angry. It always felt like it came from a loving place, and it was just two men, two relatives, trying to do what's best for the other one. And bumping heads because what you think is best and what he thinks is best are at complete odds with one another. Oh, man. So, um, yeah. So, to end this off, let's go with uh, ratings. So, tell me, guys. uh, Watch this on YouTube or if you have Amazon Prime, get that. And tell me, did you like Derek? And did you like Chadwick playing Derek? So do a rating out of ten. Let's do. Let's see. Let's rate the episode, and then let's also rate Chadwick's Derek character for the episode. Um, I would put it very high. I would put it maybe <sighs> coming in blind, not having watched the whole season. I would put it at a solid, you know, eight nine. I feel like it hit every point. It had all the little story beats. Everything felt wrapped up at the end. And it felt like, okay, there's going to be more season. Um, As far as Chadwick's character, Derek, honestly, I would say a a good eight or nine. And it's weird, like, I I guess maybe even a ten because I don't know that there's anything else he could have done that would have improved the episode. Because, again, you got a solid beginning, middle, and end. You got a solid arc. You, You... Learned about the character, you got emotionally invested, you had him and his family, and we ultimately find out after a mishap on one of the doctor's parts that he's going to be okay, but that he shouldn't fight again. So really, there's there's no, there's nothing, anything else added I felt like would have been too much. Like, yeah, we maybe could have seen Chadwick and his dad hugging or something, I don't know, but that's not necessary. Like, we understand that each episode is a snapshot into the night at an emergency room, in an emergency room. So, I'd say, I'd say, a, you know, a, a high, high up there, eight, nine, ten, one of them. Take your pick. But you guys, let me know what you think. Oh, okay. So this has been the second installment or third, because we count the zero episode. I don't know. Well, this is episode two of Dear Chadwick Pod. <laughs> Please be sure to use that hashtag Dear Chadwick Pod when you're listening to this episode. Live tweet with me. Make some comments in the comments. Like, rate, review, all that good stuff. Share it. Hit that share too. Let your friends know. Let's talk about Chadwick together. And um, hit me up on Twitter. Carefree Blurred is the handle. Carefree Black Nerd on all other social media. Get this podcast where you find any other downloadable podcast streaming platforms. And until next time, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay watching these Chadwick episodes with me. And, um, yeah. All right, y'all.